Hi. It's two in the morning and I'm trying to go back home. I'm waiting for a bus. That's it's ten minutes late now. You know what to say. Nothing good happens after two in the morning. It's two or two. Yeah, cool. So might as well record. Uh just thinking I messaged Jill Dalmesh this week, just asking how she's doing, and she answered. And it's interesting, I don't know, I really wanted to remember sharing a lot more with this person, I just wanted to share an idea or an extra thing I thought, or, or, or just because she was someone who really accepted that and wanted it and liked it back then, you know, when I was 18 and talking to her. Uh, but this time around, I didn't share so much. I just shared what I shared, and it was fine. So one thing I wanted to say was how I wanted to ask her if she feels like her heart is in a good place. And to me, the question came, can I really... Can anything good come out of me if my heart doesn't feel clean? My heart isn't in the place. I haven't been able to write uh, in the directions that I care about in the last few weeks. Because in a way I felt like there's some things in my heart I have to clean. And it's funny though, you know. Um, when we're around certain people, our hearts can feel really clean. Uh, like Ashraf, for example, right now. A very very good word, and but still, like how we can expect that when oh, if we find this perfect relationship, this person might alleviate all these problems somehow. It's an interesting illusion to live under. <clears throat> I downloaded a book about overthinking. Because it seems to me that overthinking in and of itself is a problem, you know, that I have to look at. So it's an interesting book so far, and it's really helped me just reading about overthinking and knowing where to put that in my own head. Why it happens, how it happens, how I think that by thinking about a problem, even in situations where that problem is there, thinking that that's thinking is going to bring me closer to some kind of solution uh, is an illusion. I'm just wasting time, wasting energy. This isn't going to get me anywhere. And it gives a uh, few reality checks on when you're thinking about things or exercises to do when you see that you're really losing it. So I think it's just such a good book to internalize, you know, first for me as an overthinker. And then I was just like, I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Maybe I was reading it actually when the idea came to me. Hey, if I think overthinking is one of the biggest problems I'm facing, then I should read about it. Um, I'm also pretty needy. I'm a very, very, very needy person. So, okay. I'm sure there's a book out there about neediness that I should read. And then I... I don't think in that moment I googled it, but uh, later on I went to Amazon, searched for neediness, found the book, and also bought it immediately. 
And then that night or the next day, I think the next day I started reading it. And damn, it was harsh. <laughs> the, guy, the guy was just like uh, shooting bullets, you know. He didn't care. He's like, this isn't a therapeutic book. I'm not here to try to make you feel good about yourself. I'm here to give you solutions that and, and things that you can apply so that you can stop being needy. And then he gave the metaphor about a car tire going flat and then the mechanic, you know, he drives over to you to tow your truck or to whatever. And then he doesn't bring his tools, he doesn't bring anything, he brings a chair, brings two chairs, he puts the two chairs, has you sit on them, and then he asks you, yeah, tell me exactly how you got this flat tire. Tell me where you drove, tell me where you've been, tell me, but like in that moment, all you, all you want to do is just drive on and keep going. So it's just like, yeah, I'm not here to to go there. I'm here to just give you a solution. And he just keeps shooting, shooting, shooting. Like maybe, uh, maybe people don't know how to maintain relationships. Maybe people uh, think that blah, blah, blah. Maybe people da, da, blah, 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 then just like fucking shoots bullets uh, <laughs> left and right so that was like a very very uncomfortable read so far you know but like i'm acknowledging yeah okay sure yeah i see that this is a reality for me at some points he mentions of course i have to agree with everything someone says but uh it was like for me really really interesting so yeah that was that was uh, worthwhile <coughs> worthwhile thing yeah, this bus just keeps getting delayed. I think it's just something happened to it. And it's just not... It's just not coming. I don't know what's happening. Like you can see on Google Maps where it's parked and it's been parked the same place for the last um, half an hour. Um, I think probably someone got shot or something. Who knows? I don't know if there's another way that I can get home. I could take a take a bike, but I really don't want to. Mm. So today's definitely been really eventful. Talked to so many people. I ran into Emanuele, an Italian girl I knew from like a year and a half ago. Uh, it's funny. I'm doing a lot of hit workouts, and it's pretty cool. Ordering the taxi.
Daniela was a girl that I met at uh, Beat 81 cycling class. And she was, she was a really weird woman. And uh, sort of like sexual desire, like you can just tell. But I don't want to say much more about it, but uh, it's interesting that she came up in, in front of me out of nowhere today, searching for money at the bank. I don't know what's happening with me, uh, but it's recently a phase where uh, my confidence is just surging. I'm talking to people with more, sh- with more sureness, with more being aware of what I want and need, and just generally uh, more free-flowing. I think in part what happened was I took Ritalin again for five days. It made me feel very intense. And then afterwards, I went and uh, stopped taking it uh, on a Saturday and then a Sunday, and then I just didn't take it all week. And all week, I felt very, very focused. Uh, and it's interesting. I just took it for five days, uh, but like a very, very strong effect still stayed with me. Which, which is really, really, really beautiful. And I think I'll start taking it again one day, again for another five or six days, and see how, how that goes. But on top of that, I've just been doing lots of um, hit workouts, not so many, two a week, and still doing some, like going to the gym once or twice, and doing it as some spots, which is fitting my schedule pretty well. And this like doing doing this uh, really high-intensity cardio uh, just pumps up the book, how you'd say in Arabic. It just pumps up your entire fucking system. And it gets to work so, so, so much better. And, uh, and then the entire week, <coughs> the entire week is just functioning a lot better. So the last, the last class I did was Wednesday, and my part-time position started. And, uh, and, uh, yeah. Just did it. Thursday, Friday, and today's Saturday. I still feel like in my head, I just still feel, you know, it's blood, blood, blood. Like my brain is pumping properly to to my blood. I think this is the car. Good. Super here. Hi, man. Hi, Kali. Yeah. Thank you. So, Clara Frankestrasse. Yeah, 12. Thank you so much. Okay. Having a good night so far? Yes, so far. And you? Yeah, yeah, good day, good day in general. You just started or are you running up? No, no, I'm uh, going home and sleeping. No, you're going home now. Yeah, I just, uh, I've been out uh, for a very long time. I, I didn't drink, I didn't party, I didn't do anything. Just oh. saw some friends. I see, okay. I thought you were coming from one of the clubs. No, no, no. Okay. That's good. Well, do you need to work tomorrow? I need to work after tomorrow. After 
tomorrow. Yeah. Tomorrow, uh, as a day off. A bit relaxing. Yeah, I'm gonna oh. do some uh, exercising Lucky tomorrow. Lucky you. Yeah, you're working tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, no, usually, usually uh, tomorrow is my day off. Okay. But it's gonna be pouring at home, so I might just need to come out for a few hours. You, know? you mean rain? Sorry. Pouring? A uh, boring. Like rain, yeah? No, if I'm at home, it's gonna be boring. Oh, boring, boring. I thought. Boring, yeah, okay. So that's the reason I. What I'll do is I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll just, I'll be, I'll be closing in the next two hours maximum, yeah. Yeah. one and a half hour. Then I'll be driving straight home and then I'll rest, sleep, and then maybe at two o'clock in the afternoon, I'll just hit the road, walk for about four, four hours, yeah, about, and then I. Do you like it? Do you feel like it's a relaxing or a stressful job? Well, it is, it is uh, stressful in the sense that uh, you've got different uh, characters, different passengers. Yeah, of course. <laughs> uh, if you're lucky, you meet really cool, cool-headed passengers yeah. you can talk with, you can, you can discuss nearly everything with, you know? Yeah. You meet people from and drives of life, different nationality, yeah. different cultural backgrounds, religion and all that. You meet them here. You know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that is the good side of it. But on the other side, like I said, stressful in the sense that oh man, some passengers will just fuck your brain, you know? Yeah. Make you go nuts. Do you have like specific examples? A good story or something? Yeah, yeah. A guy fucking your brain. Oh, I see. Uh, yeah. That was about five, six months ago. Uh, this guy is gay. Okay. I didn't know it. I don't have problems with gay people. In fact, I like them because they are very friendly people. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, on that fateful day, uh, he ordered an Uber and then he wanted to come right here in the front. Okay. I think I had some few things here. Okay. And then I was when uh, COVID was still really uh, having its rage on people, you know. So yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, the rules is that we should take passengers all in the back. Yeah. Because there is no protection like this between the driver and the passengers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we sat at the back. And then all the time we were just talking, talking. I noticed he was more or less uh, interested, more interested in things that has to do with sex. Yeah. So, but we were just discussing generally, and then, and then he became very inquisitive, you know, asking if I have, if I have never had a, a what the Germans call dryer, that is a group sex. Oh, okay. It's called the dryer? Uh, the Germans, they call it dryer. Oh, interesting. But it's when it's three people. It could be four, four people as well. Yeah, yeah. I, I heard the word called, I think, co- coursing. I, ha- I have a friend of mine, also, he's also gay, he told me that at uh, Tiergarten, yeah. there's uh, there's right next to the Ziegelsäule, it's called, right? Yeah. 
there's a small area there that they usually go to and uh, it's always like 30 plus guys just doing doing things. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Gay people? Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. And they call it coursing because like you course through so many different guys. Okay, I, I, yeah, I, yeah. I've never heard of it. Yeah. But in any case, that, that was the discussion and uh, I said, well, I think I did it once. Uh, it was somewhere around zoo and we were two guys and one girl, you know? Okay. And, uh, so that was the discussion, then we left at that, and General of the Sunday, you know, he was stretching his hands from here to hold my genitals. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. His hands was already here. I have to ask him, what was wrong with you? Oh, shit. I told him, even during our discussion, I told him I'm married, I am not gay, I am hetero. I have a wife and I've got children and uh, I've never had anything to do sexually with a man. So it's not my 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 leaning, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. So we cleared that, you know, during the discussion more than 10, 15 minutes ago. So I was surprised why he sang with this. Now he's high, he wants to see, want to... I don't know. I think, I think it's like, it's not that... I think to him he has a probably psychological need to feel that he's needed and that he's wanted so it's sexual harassment so he he makes he portrays often to people that they are wanted and to trying to get from them the sexual energy sexual pleasure because a feeling of self-inadequacy from the the, maybe you know i don't i don't know the guy but to just put your hand into someone else's uh, private parts is is just rude you know Let's change the topic to a more positive one, right? Yeah. yeah. It's been a beautiful time lately. I've been very happy the last few weeks. I think it's just... Uh, so that is the weirdest, the strangest I've ever had. Yeah. So since then, you can see, the front seat is always loaded with items. <laughs> I don't take passengers here in the front. So. Okay. Okay. Passengers don't understand. If they have five, I'll tell them, look, I've got three seats in the middle and two at the back. Oh, you have two extra on the back? Yeah. Oh, nice. The number of them who prefer to sit in the front, I'll say, I'm really sorry about that. Yeah. Because I, I had a bad experience with that. Yeah. And then you also, there was another strange guy that got into my car. Yeah. Uh, you you can take a left okay, here. Right. Take a left. Take a left. Yeah. Sorry, I can tell you. When you are under the bridge, doesn't see. By the yeah. tunnel, the, the navigation system is now well positioned. You know, yeah, yeah. it loses um, 
what I call it, signal, so to speak. The, the passenger was here in the car. Yeah. He just got in. The first thing he said, uh, I should lower the music a little bit. And I lowered it, the volume, I turned it uh, down. I asked him if it's okay like this, he said yes. And then not uh, a minute after that, he said, could you please turn it uh, lower? Okay, fine. I turned it lower. Is it okay like this? He said, okay. After another two minutes, he said, could you turn it lower? I said, yes, why not? I did that. <laughs> but each time I always ask him, is the volume okay for you like this? Uh, he will always say yes. So I was wondering why, uh, what's the hullabalo about all this uh, turning it down and the music was not loud. Yeah. Then, after another three minutes, he said, could you please off the music? Yeah. You know, I found it uh, very arrogant and rude. I mean, I have an understanding for people who comes into the car, maybe for one reason or another, they want absolute quietness. Like you can ask me from the beginning, uh, I want absolute quietness, please off the, or could you please off the music? I would ask you. But, you know, turning it down, turning it down three times, and then at the end of the day, you say, off it. Now I said, could you please adjust the seats? And, and he was just like, he felt he was in his home, you know, and then he could give directives and, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just look at him and, and then before he got up, he said, uh, I don't want to be an asshole. Uh, I knew I was bad to you and... Yeah, maybe he has uh, OCD. You know what OCD is? No. Like, like he has a compulsive uh, problem of trying to control the things around him, but yeah, but he's be. not sure how. You know. It could be. So be. we can always quickly judge these people and and put them and say there's something wrong with them, but uh, you never know what's really happening. But you know, some people also don't know how to say directly what they need or want. They're shy. They're that's not true. So it's tough. I cannot come into your house, into your home, and then I'll begin to, to, to tell you what and what to do. You would ask me, oh, please, leave, leave. You're getting on my nerves. Yeah. <laughs> Some passengers think once they order Uber, the car and the driver belongs to them. Yeah. Where are you from, Khalid? I'm Palestinian, originally. Oh, your English is very, very good. Thank you. You too, you too. English is great. I grew up in English school, so... Oh, I see. Okay, yeah, yeah. okay, okay. That explains it. Yeah, yeah, that's true. How long have you lived in Germany now? I've been here for almost 12 years. 12 years. Yeah, that's Decent. a long time. And you? Uh, seven years, but three years here in Berlin now. Okay. Cheers. Do you work in IT? I work in IT, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can always tell that. How? How do you know? <laughs> yeah, it's always the case. If you meet people who have sound educational background they talk mainly english well i work i work in german though i'm doing i'm doing it in, in german oh so you speak i speak german too fine fine but your job is well paid i hope so Every, everybody doing it uh, work here is well paid uh, do you want to do a career change or what do you think well uh, you see the funny thing was that so many years ago I don't know, do you know COBOL? COBOL language? No. You don't know COBOL? It's an archaic uh, language. Okay. 
That was one one of the the first uh, languages. Okay. Yeah. That was so many years ago. I think it should be about twenty five years. Now. Oh. Um, but somehow I didn't know why I didn't follow it up here. But right now I'm planning. I'm thinking of you know, getting a career change. I'm just learn. I don't know how to go about it. I've not really met somebody who could uh, ginger me up, you know. Ginger you up? Yeah. In what way? What do you mean, ginger? No, to give me the clue how to go about it. Oh. Yeah. I I always just say see something you really enjoy doing and learning and let that always be something you do, you know. How long do you think one will need to to learn languages that would put one in a, in a very good position to, to get an yeah, I, th- I think like six six months to a year. Six months to a year of studying. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like I said, depends on what you enjoy. If you think you enjoy, I, I for example, I'm working in IT, but I really like uh, exercise and physiotherapy. So I want to dedicate some of my time to learn how to become a a personal trainer, for example. And then I can quit my job and do that if I want to. So things like that, you know, see what you enjoy. I'll I'll give it a try. I'll see what I can do in that direction. (laughs) Really nice to meet you. All right, Khaled. It was interesting talking to you. Yeah, thanks for the talk. Have a good night. Yes. Stay safe. say his name when I said bye, but I don't want to have his name recorded, because then I think I'm being a dick. Ginger someone up. Should I have tried to give him more advice? Would that have changed his life? I also think there's nothing wrong, you know, just being a taxi, but... uh, Find something you like. Find something you like. And I'm not spending any time becoming a PT right now. I just said that so that uh, he gets the example. But I do plan on trying to make that happen. How much I'm working out right now. Uh, Sunday's through. Now I'm in bed. It's 10:20 p.m. Whew, what a day! What workouts? 
Uh, I think all I want to say is I feel like a new push is coming. A very, very much more stronger push. More positive one. Even the thoughts in my head, you know, just like I'm supporting myself. It's not like, oh, I'm the source of my negativity. It's like, no, Khalid, you're, you're not the one who gives yourself shit. You're the one who's trying and doing and going. And yeah, I had a dream the other day. And in this dream, which was like really, really shocking, and the feeling was crazy. I was standing in front of this fucking huge gate that had no end to it, and it was golden. And and I just was entering this place. It's crazy. And then I was in a different world, and the dream continued, just being there and feeling the immensity of this gate. And it's it's reality and me being there and the fear so much fear but so much goodness you know so just that as being uh, using opportunities and making the most out of them and trying to be real a lot can come from that